0: Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go pack go. It's a done deal. It's a wrap. Aaron Rodgers is a jet. Go pack go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five star review if you enjoyed the show. Or Ike underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Aaron Rodgers has been traded. Finally. Packers fans, we dive into the compensation that Brian Gunkus and the Packers got back for their star quarterback it's looking good draft is getting juicy we have a double episode today thank you for tuning in fans welcome back to another episode of the ike packers podcast we are here we are live and aaron Rodgers has officially been traded to the new york jets it is confirmed the packers are now getting pick number 13 pick 42 pick 207 and then a second round pick next year that could potentially become a first round pick if aaron Rodgers plays more than 65 percent of the plays and the jets on the other hand are then getting pick 15 back from green bay and pick 170 back from the pack as well (laughs) so this is bombshell news packers Uh, fans the details are out there you've got kj here with us we're going to talk about the trade the compensation the moves next cage welcome to the show how you doing what do you think
1: Oh, man, Packers fans, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Look at us. Look at us. Look at this big treasure trove of draft capital we've got to work with now. I mean, you were just reading off the Jets' return right there. And I was just feeling terrible for them, as bad as I could be, because I'm a diehard Packers fan. But it's like they had to get something, right? They're like, okay, well, I guess our first-round pick, we kept that, but it's lower, you know, like, okay, I guess we traded our second-round pick. Like, all right, well, I guess— you know, maybe that pick next year won't be a first-round pick. (laughs) Well, well, the chances are it's going to be a first-round pick. Brian Gunkoons has absolutely fleeced the Jets, and it's all going pretty according to exactly what we expected and predicted. I know that if we were to turn back to Ike Packers podcast a few weeks, I've been saying it many times. I said the week of the draft, Woody Johnson, the Jets owner, who's got cash, He's got cash, and he's been telling everybody he's got Aaron Rodgers, too, is going to step in and get this deal done, and sure enough... It happened. I know there's a lot of BS out there about how Aaron Rodgers is going to, you know, force the Jets to only take a third-round pick, and the Packers are going to be so desperate they're going to need to just accept anything. I didn't buy that for a second because I've been in a negotiation before. And Packers fans, if any of you listening have kind of been in the trenches, been in these negotiations, been in any sort of deal-making, you probably had a feeling, too, that it wasn't quite, you know, just like, Dump Rogers by any cost necessary. You know, like Rogers is so far beyond a salary dump. Like that's disrespectful. It's extremely disrespectful to twelve. He's much more than a salary dump, and his value showcased here. When they look at futuristic quarterback trades, they're going to look at the Stafford deal. You know, they're going to look at the Russell Wilson deal. They're going to look at the Carson Palmer deal. They're going to look at the Aaron Rodgers deal. This deal sets new precedent for MVPs at the end of their career. And I don't know why anyone else expected it, honestly, to not be decent return in the Packers' favor. Like, the Packers did great here. I think we Gutenkunst did amazing here. For him to turn Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on their deals, keep in mind the deals they were on, the contract statuses that they were on. You know, Devontae went to sign 28-plus. Rodgers, we all know he's making an albatross. Goop basically turned those into, uh, I mean, man, like multiple firsts, multiple seconds, and it's almost like circumventing a rebuild, it's more like a reload. You ever seen the movie Matrix? Well, now it's Matrix reloaded, because that's what it is <laughs> in Green Bay. <laughs> I'm, I'm The sorry, Matrix man. has been I'm reloaded.
0: Sorry. The Backers Matrix fans. has been reloaded.
1: And instead of Neo shooting out bullets, he's, it's good shooting out it's just Jordan first Love. round pick, second round pick. Yeah, Jordan Love is just catching him. Oh, my God! Wow, gosh. What, what a great fans. time to be at Packers. Alex, what about you, man? I mean, because this kind of—Packers fans, we had a podcast ready to go. It was already signed, sealed, delivered, produced. Second part of the in day. In the hopper. It's like you load it up in the cannon. You got the string ready. You're ready to just, like, unleash the cannon, blow the pirate ship. And then you realize, wait a minute, <laughs> new party cannonballs party, coming party. in, new cannonballs. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what, we got a Roger Steel breaking? No, no. And sure enough, the Rodgers deal broke after we had already completed our earlier pod for the day. So, so we're gonna we're gonna give you guys double the pods today. And uh, Alex, what do you think, man?
0: Oh, thirteenth pick now. I think that's the underrated aspect. It's a pick swap, Packers fans. Going up to thirteen. Now the talent that's gonna fall is going to be significantly higher than at fifteen. KJ, yeah. I think this changes a little bit of what I'm seeing in the draft strategy. Does this mean Packers might want an OT, or are you buying that this is a JSN move? You know, man, it's really like, you know what I was thinking in my head?
1: This might be a spot where Jalen Carter might fall till. You know, like, like there's no way he was making Jalen it T. to 15. But, like, there is a chance when I expect the quarterbacks to rise. Like, what if Hendon Hooker from Tennessee goes, like, pick 11? Like, you know, like when the Packers got pick thirteen out of this, meaning they moved up from fifteen to thirteen, that's a lot of draft capital Packers fans where if we trade back we're gonna be able to rack up even more picks. I'm sure Goot knew about that. But it to me, another thing that crossed my mind was this isn't a landing spot for teams looking to go up and get Hendon Hooker. So if you're a team like maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're at like pick 19 or something like that, I believe. They might want to just move up a few spots, give give us a first next year, give us a second this year, something like that. And the Packers end up with pick 19 kind of in that coveted range we're talking about on all sorts of podcasts recently. And they also have another second. So we can go and get Darnell. We can go get another receiver. We can go get, you know, great linebacker great great safety prospect because there aren't really any first-round safety prospects you know the 13 is a spot where teams might be like okay look CJ Stroud uh you know Bryce Young Anthony Richardson Will Levis we'll all off us. the board in the top in the top like nine picks well well dang like Henan Hooker is probably going to be going quick I know there's a couple teams that are vultures circling the Packers could be in prime spot right there Or we now have more access to these players. Like, I mean, JSN should be in the picture. Unless a team like the Falcons takes them number like eight or nine, wherever they're picking. Uh, he should be in the picture. I think this is too high to draft Michael Meyer. I really do. I've, obviously, he's a name that's mocked to the Packers all the time. I think we're right in Lucas Van Ness territory. We're right in Nolan Smith territory. We're right in JSN territory. We're right in offensive tackle territory. Like you said, Al. it might be a boring pick, Packers fans. It might be a boring pick. But it's going to be I a solid player. 50-50, Al. Do you expect the Pack to stamp Pat or trade
0: down? Because I, I have my thoughts. But what do you think? I think they're going to stay. I think they're going to stay Packers fans. I think Goot knows the guy. But uh, if his plan is to trade down, I wouldn't be opposed because the Packers then could have four picks, KJ, potentially, in the first two rounds. can do a lot of damage in this year's draft with those second-round picks as well. Yeah. That's what I think is underrated is, like, that pick 42, that's going to be a sweet spot for a playmaker in this draft. Like, tight end, you know, Starter. maybe. You know, that. Yeah, the Pack should get three starters here.
1: You got a starter at pick 13. You got a starter at pick 42. And you got a starter at where are we at, 45? So it's like, to me, that's three starters. And you can do whatever you want with pick third round. You know, package that, move up into the 30s, get us Darnell Washington. Get Darnell Washington out of this draft. If you don't get him in the first round, I totally understand. I totally understand because the data just doesn't shake out to where tight ends should be in the the first round. But get Darnell Washington. And it's a deep tight end class, so it's like we might end up with a guy like Tucker Kraft in the second or third. Uh, but, man, I would love to see the pack go, you know, maybe offensive tackle Jacksons, Jackson Smith, and the jig 13. And then maybe, you know, a combination of Quentin Johnson and, and uh, Darnell Washington or something like that at the next
0: two. Oof. Three Just, playmakers.
1: I would be saying. My that would guys. be something. I re- yeah.
0: I, w- I would I just mean, love if the Packers were maybe bold like that, Cage, because on defense, say you use one of these first three picks on defense, right? You could go safety in the second round. You could go D lineman, edge rusher in the first. Is it going to move the needle for this Packers team? Or is it like, okay, Jordan Love's going to have maybe some growing pains. Now's the time to actually keep drafting for the defense. Where do you, you kind of stand on that? And if you're good, what do you think his head's at?
1: Well, I think the Packers are going to use one of those two first round, or excuse me, second rounders on an offensive talent. So that's going to be exciting, Packers fans, right? Because when we went defense defense last year, I know a lot of Packers fans are in shambles. <laughs> that was hilarious because you're we like, all right, all right, we're going one Do offense one defense. It. Yeah, and like it like sure enough, that's like six like, years. Quay Walker, like nobody at the time, like very few people knew who Quay Walker is. I remember I had just started doing some digging on him. I was like. I thought I heard Quay Walker. Okay, I'm firing off the tweet. <laughs> and, um, and and then they, we get uh, Devontae Wyatt. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> okay, double defense. Heard I him. see. Yeah, Packers Georgia. defense. Because, like, there was this big run on the receivers, and Packers Nation was just up in arms if you take yourself back nice in see. the last year's draft. So, luckily, we got options, you know, and uh, – we got options, man. You know, I, I am very confident with these three top 45 picks. We're going to get one offensive playmaker to pair with Christian Watson. You know, it, and maybe that's your tight end. I, I'm very confident to even say, like, we'll probably get a tight end with these first 45 picks. Um, Yeah, I mean, knowing that, if Gute, if Goo takes a tight end with pick 42 or 45, he's probably going to take a good. defender. He's probably going to take an edge rusher round one. And then maybe he uses the, the third pick on either a receiver or an offensive tackle. I think those are the four positions. Not like you're going to draft for positional aspect, but uh, they say be- take the best player available, and I certainly can't fault that. But I do believe it's going to be some sort of, like, edge uh, or run defender. So you could call it an edge rusher. Or then there's receiver, tight end, and offensive lineman. I don't think we're going to be seeing a safety this high. I don't think we're we're gonna be seeing a cornerback unless it's one of the great ones that falls to us. Um, yeah, you know, I, I really feel like it's kind of uh, shaken out a certain way. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. Obviously, the pack don't need one of those. Some Packers fans might disagree, but hey, Jordan loves QB one for now. And well, let me, you know, running back. You don't about draft some the running sober, back that high. Uh, yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah, Kate, okay. I'm going to talk about some former 13th overall picks, Packers fans. I'm just going to read them off here. Yeah, Jordan Davis last year to the Eagles, the big tackle from Georgia, right? So you could get a premier defensive tackle. Rashawn Slater to the Chargers. Don't really remember him. Tristan <laughs> Wurst to the Buccaneers, right? Solid tackle. Tristan, solid tackle. Christian Wilkins to the Dolphins. He's pretty Deron- good, too. Pain to the Redskins, big fat offensive
1: lineman. You know, great, great defensive lineman in this spot.
0: Yeah, Hassan Reddick. Do you remember Terrence him to the Cardinals? Here. Laramie Tunsil
1: to the Dolphins. Who can forget that? I know I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what we What do Andrews we have here? B- <laughs> <laughs> Andrews, Pete, Saints, and then you had Aaron Donald role, right? to the Rams. Yep, it's Kalia so Kansi, remember? Of defensive, yeah. Oh, yeah, like Brandon I said, Graham is another one. Brian Aragpo. It sounds to me like
1: difference maker or on the defense or offensive line. Like offense or defensive line is pretty much pick thirteen, and so yeah. There are no. This is kind of like blackjack, right? Like it could be like twelve reds in a row. It doesn't mean it's going to be red the next spin. However, you know, you you can take from the pattern, or you don't have to take from the pattern. That's up to you. Um, I don't know, man. I just solid think, like, defensive player. I, he, he, here's almost what my gut says. My gut says JSN's going to be there on the board, and the pack are going to pass on him. I think Pakistan's are going to go through that, and it's going to be. All sorts of emotions at the same time Because we've done this before, Packers right? Like, you know, pass on a big-time receiver I remember we took B.J. Raji over Michael Crabtree Turned out it worked all right You know, we ended up winning the Super Bowl Crabtree obviously had a great NFL career You have to wonder what things might have been like If he had, uh, you know, Rogers as QB But, you know, that's the way things shake out sometimes We passed on Michael Crabtree Coming out of Texas Tech on the board To draft a big nose tackle So we've all been there before and man, I, I have a kind of a feeling it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those big guys in the trenches, man. I think a uh, offensive tackler, defensive lineman.
0: Here's the case for a tight end and a receiver in the second round, both of your offensive playmakers. Think about Rogers when he was young having that one iconic receiving core, right? Yeah, Donald Driver. You had, you know, Greg Jennings, Jermichael. you had Jordy Nelson, JerMichael Finley, you had James Jones, Randall Cobb. You really needed six players, right? Or like five. And the Packers are far away from that, right? If I if I'm just being straight up, you got like Christian Watson, and you got maybe Romeo Dubs, right? Like maybe. And and then you have, of course, great running backs, but in the receiving tight end room, that is looking very thin cage away from that six, right? So you need a whole bunch of. Don't be using no third
1: rounder on a Josiah DeGuara type guy. Please. Just trade no. it before you do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just get rid <laughs> of it.
1: Just use it to package up anyone, you know, like anyone but another third rounder that doesn't do anything.
0: Like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You need multiple, multiple receivers to get to this offense going cage. Don't you feel like you're better off drafting these guys while love is growing as a quarterback? 100%. What's your thoughts on
1: that? 100%, man. You know, like, like we how said it earlier t- today. Dude, just, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, man, Quentin Johnston's film does not lie. It's hard to unsee it that doesn't. after you see him just flaming past guys on the football field. Like, Like, you know what they say Zay Flowers is like? That's almost like Quentin Johnston actually on the tape. Like Zay Flowers is kind of like a small dude who ends up getting like tripped up here after like breaking a few legs. Well, Quentin Johnson just gets the ball and gets it in the end zone. And there's a lot of like disparity in this guy's potential draft stock right now. It's kind of surprising. And and there are of course moments where he takes plays off and moments where, you know, he doesn't make the highlight real play. Well, it's like him or JSN, I mean, like you could you know, you might not agree with the value of getting one, whether it's like the first and second round pick, but if you could pair one of those guys, like Jackson Smith the Jigba or Quentin Johnston up with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, I feel great about our receiving core and then you go it's and the get third him a third guy big, maybe high Cage, a- or I think that's a
0: long shot. I, I packers, mean, like, they, even yeah. if high,
1: like, this is this is why I said I think the pack might trade down, is because, like, there's no, it's tough, right? There's only so many elite prospects in the draft, and the pack are going to have their choice, going to have their choice at their prospect, but it's not like there's, like, a Devin Witherspoon chilling right there, or, or something like that, or, like, a Jamar Chase, or something like that. Uh, the packers are kind of in, like, we're in the, in the upper second tier of the draft, in my opinion. And... You might as well trade down and see if you can get, like, a Quentin Johnston or a a Jalen Hyatt. And maybe you don't want to trade down. Maybe you just take the big boy in the trenches. I I totally see both sides there. Trading down, it makes sense in the sense where there's so many tight ends in this class. So let's go get a receiver. Let's get a tight end. Let's get some help in the trenches. And, man, long story short, I don't know if we've actually talked about this. I feel great about the trade. Now that it's done, 12 had an incredible career here. We've got our quarterback of the future groomed and ready to go. Three years sitting behind a legend. That never happens these days. They always say, oh, just let him sit, let him sit. Never quite happens that way. And, uh, yeah, we're here, we've got quarterback fans. of the future. We've got we got a first. We got two seconds. We've got a first coming next year. We've got another, you know, basically we're stacked. We're stacked with draft cap. And that's a good feeling to have. Uh in Alex, case, any th- final thoughts, man?
0: Or yeah, go all for it. All the it. all the murmurs, all the rumors about hey, maybe even drafting another quarterback is Jordan Love good. Get out of here. Now it's hit the point where it's come full circle. The same type of handoff to the Jets. Rodgers, Favre, now Love, the third to take over. I feel really confident behind Jordan Love in general. Like we threw out a tweet QB one, Packers Nation is behind this guy. I think everyone's behind this guy in the locker room should be able to get him some more talent with these picks exciting times ahead Packers fans very exciting I feel great about the the trade as well it almost felt like it had been done but you're just you're just waiting on what like the money you know it's like you got paid and you didn't know the tax rate you're just like okay how much is this gonna be and uh, I know it's I know it's coming and Rodgers coming for a good Amount I think that really hyped Me up too Cage because I think it'll be another First round pick next year Stacking so them too, stacking yeah. them
1: Like if the Packers or if the Jets have a Catastrophic year where sometimes somehow Rodgers gets injured or somehow some way he Doesn't play 65% of the snaps 12 leads taking to a team. lot, of, Taking a lot of L's <laughs> and the, the Jets are going to have a terrible year because of it So the Pack are going to get like At the floor a pick in like the 40s To 50s next year um, in my opinion And uh, man. that's great value man. Yeah, like If you weekend. told me you are going to get two seconds I would have been like look I understand Rogers got some cap He's got some contract So two seconds I'd be a happy man because guess what and You got to manage the, con- the cap as well You know like that's really the secret Here is you got to get these franchise quarterbacks On the young deals like Jordan Love is on And then you got to fill them with As much talent in this cap That you have to work with and you see Joe Burrow, you know, you see all these guys yeah. like Josh Allen before his big deal. I mean, do you
0: really? Do you really feel like it's worth it to go out there and draft the guy in the trenches? You know, it's like you almost gotta give these guys some weapons, Cage. It's interesting, man. Feel bad. I, I,
1: yeah. Ah, I mean, pick thirteen is it like number forty-two and number forty-five? Like that's a no-brainer. Get get the weapons, but I really feel like. As I as much as I would like it to be a big shiny new toy for the offense and big weapon, I have a feeling we're in for like a like a pass rusher, an offensive lineman, or a defensive lineman. That's really what my gut says. Yeah, Pac you got to let us what you think. Don't make don't forget to enter our new contest in actually. We're giving away Christian Watson, oh, an yeah. official. All you gotta do is send us a, uh, an email, your first and last name and your size to welcome to ike at gmail.com that's welcome t-o-i-k-e at gmail.com super easy must be following ike packers on twitter to enter super easy send us that dm we're announcing the winner one week from today I mean, it's been an incredible day of pods it's been an incredible day to be a packers fan we encourage you to text this show to another packers fan it's the easiest way to help us grow and and look everybody's been bantering packers now because i just got like 80 texts when this news broke, everyone's texting me saying, "When's the pod coming out? When's the pod coming out?" I said, "Look, we just recorded a pod. We got to record the the, <laughs> the, the, the post trade one. Give us give us a little bit." And so pause, the launch, already, pause the launch. Pause the launch. It was about the launch in like three minutes, Packers fans. And we ended up having to pause it last second. We're like, we're "Like, should we do two separate episodes or should we just combine them?" Well, you're about to hear whatever we put together. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's everybody's bantering so it's thank like you for use, being with us Packers you, fans. yeah <laughs> use like packers is that that piece to start your packers banter alex take a song
0: Ooh. it's gonna be exciting who do you want who do you want let us know packers fans make sure to enter that jersey contest giveaway for a christian watson in your size it's gonna be sick number nine coming out next week monday we're going to have draft coverage, so be with us for the live tweeting, for the analysis, and all things green and gold. KJ, I want to thank you for coming on the show. As always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go forever. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead. I'm your host and Packers fans it's draft week baby it's the week we've all been waiting for in the spring the nfl draft is here it is close and we're about to see who the packers make their selections i'm hyped we're gonna have a draft special today but we're also going to be talking about hey there's some some news in in the aaron Rodgers department so we're going to get to that and just talk some general nfl as well so very excited to have you here from the over 100 plus countries listening to the show we appreciate each and every one of you it's going to be a fun time. Nothing better than the draft, so make sure you're locked in. I'm joined today by my co-host, KJ. KJ, how you feeling? What's going on, Packers fans? I'm feeling like a
1: million bucks because, like Alex said, it's draft week. You know, it's almost like you're flipping on that uh, that Browns movie, right? Draft day with Kevin Costner and in your opening scene. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen, but draft content, is exciting and that's what this week is going to be a plethora of i know we've got a great show for you today on ike packers and like alex said sounds sounds to me like trade talks have picked back up between the uh you know the green bay packers and the new york jets i know one of these teams has two quarterbacks one of them has one could argue negative quarterbacks so We'll see what happens. I know uh, both sides have kind of dug their heels in, but we're about to talk about it more. We're going gonna to talk about some dra- great draft talks, some prospects, some film, and uh, got a little special announcement at the end. So, yeah, let's have a great show. Thanks for being, thanks for being
0: here. Yeah, what I think happened, Packers fans, is I think early on in this trade saga, the Jets got a little high on their young supply because. They were thinking, hey, we can hold out for a third. We can hold out for two seconds or whatever they had their price set at. Right. And Goot was kind of saying, look, all it takes is one other team. And I think, KJ, recently we've heard rumors. Maybe you've heard the rumors of another team, the arch nemesis of Green Bay, actually, the 49ers almost being involved in these trade talks, KJ. Where do you think that stands, and is that a huge reason as to why this is picked up, or is it just because it's draft week? Well, it's interesting because
1: one one very smart person likes to say the most entertaining outcome is oftentimes the most likely outcome. And if you were to turn back the clock to when Aaron Rodgers got drafted and Brett Favre was going to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers says – I think I'm going to make the 49ers regret not drafting me. And then also in the Packers quarterback who, you know, played like 16 years in the green and gold. gets shipped off to New York Jets. And then here we are. Here we are in 2023 offseason talking about these exact same things, generational QB later. One might start to believe that that's true. And whether Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, whether he goes to the 49ers, Whether he stays with the Green Bay Packers, two of these three options seem to be extremely dark horse options, meaning I think the most likely scenario is which he goes to the Jets, but all three would be incredibly entertaining scenarios, and man, you said it best, Al, all it takes is one extra bidder, a name that no one's really talking about is the Tennessee Titans. They've pretty much, like, everything I've heard is is they understand that Malik Willis is not the guy, similar to the way the Jets understand that uh, Zach Wilson's not the guy. Now, the only difference is the Titans have basically a pretty expensive veteran QB who might get it get it done to get them to the playoffs, but certainly can't win games in the playoffs, as, as Ryan Tannehill has shown. And the Titans understand, look, we've got a great roster, just like the Jets, just like the 49ers. And we're one legitimate QB away from winning the whole thing, you know? And so it's like, if you're a team like the 49ers, I don't think there's any debate. If you give them a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers caliber, they would shoo into a Super Bowl victory. Obviously, it's a talented league, so I'm not going to say shoo in, but they would get their uh, Super Bowl victory. And, man, I mean, you look what they did with Brock Purdy, a seventh round draft choice. Like, what? What? And then And then the Jets, this is what's interesting, too. So it's like 49ers are kind of lurking in the darkness. If they want to overpay because they're in the NFC. They're
0: so looking I mean, at that Trey so, Lance pick and thinking, so, who are we thinking? Some might even
1: <laughs> absolutely thinking that, but like some might even argue like they're not even overpaying if it means they're getting a Super Bowl. Like, let's say they throw the exact same deal they traded for the Trey Lance pick to the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and then they win that Super Bowl. Well, who's really laughing then? You know, like if they get the Super Bowl, who's really who's really the loser there? Uh, but the Jets, this is what's interesting, Packers fans. This is why I think the, the deal needs to get done. If the Jets, which a lot of these pundits out here are saying, they need to draft as if they have Aaron Rodgers on the roster. It's like, let's say the Jets go and use all their picks on, like, offensive guys. It doesn't matter if you don't have a quarterback, you know, Like, and you don't end up getting Rodgers. Like, if you have Zach Wilson there throwing for another, you know, let's say they take JSN at 13 or someone, like a really good tight end at, at 15 or something. I don't really think it's going to matter too much because their quarterback can't really, he isn't really capable of, of utilizing that. All for naught, as they would say. Yeah, and so it's going to be interesting. I think the Jets—they don't know what to do. Like their their whole front office, is like all the scouts, all the uh, you know the people are even looking at the GM and, and the and the owner now. It's like, yo, are we getting him? Or are we not getting him? Because this is that week. This is that week. We got to hand those cards in.
0: And <clears throat> now the Jets are the more desperate team 100% because to to he's the got get right where he where he wants them right the Jets need the trade done the, Well yeah Packers, I mean like the Packers I mean, they, they want them done but it's not a need it's not a need for we the know Packers. who our quarterback's
1: going to be it's going yeah. to center it's going to be 12 and it's going to be quality arm you know, the New York Jets not so much. <laughs> so, so for me it's like it's like when you got
0: two contractors and they're both decent. You feel a lot better than when you got none.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's um you know, it's it's something else, right? It's, well, it's something. Cage, else. You,
0: you brought up a point about, you know, hey, what happens if the forty ers had traded that capital? Uh, I think they traded three first round picks for the Trey Lance pick, which is just absurd. If they had done that for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they would be looking a lot smarter than they do now. And the fact that the Panthers have now mortgaged their farm, their their future, for the number one overall pick, are you really believing they're going to take the 5'10 quarterback? Am am I crazy, or are they, you know, are they smoke screening here, KJ? What's your thoughts, and do you lean towards Bryce Young going to the Panthers? I don't think it's going to be
1: 5'10 going number one overall. I think this is a smoke screen. I don't think you can honestly draft CJ Stroud number one overall because look at his receivers. You had Jackson Smith Njigba, you had Marvin Harrison Jr. He would have gone like top Olave. ten. In this you had Chris Olava. you had Garrett Wilson. I uh, feel like I'm stacked forgetting something line. In there. Yeah, like <laughs> st- stacked team, and you couldn't even beat Michigan. I think all of this, and Bryce Young, same thing. couldn't even beat Georgia. So they're trying to tell me, like, oh, Nolan Smith's overrated. Oh, Jalen Carter's overrated. Oh, Darnell Washington's overrated. It's like, however overrated they might have been to these scouts, they were still better than Bryce Young, you know? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> exactly. so, it's like, so it's like Will Levis, you know, he's like, hey, hey look, ain't nobody talking about Georgia being overrated to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, this, all this makes me think, uh, Packers fans and NFL fans listening, Is that Anthony Richardson's going number one overall? I think if you're gonna trade up, you take the guy who could basically do whatever whatever the 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 game necessitates him doing. Obviously he's not as consistent maybe as like a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, but there's not a throw on the football field that he can't make. There's not like a player on the football field that's more athletic than him, you know, maybe one or two. But Anthony Richardson, man, he could bust, but certainly he could boom. You know, Bryce Young. What is his? What bo- is the boom? What does the, the boom even look like? Yeah, it's like it's like a, uh, Russell Wilson. I don't know if we're gonna see that no again. No way. Because Russell, Russell Wilson played professional baseball. A lot of people don't even like. They don't even remember this. He was playing second base in the Colorado Rockies farm system. <laughs> and it's like this guy's Russell slinging was the balls. one of a
0: kind. I'm telling yeah. You. And, and like then there's Kyler
1: Murray. Right. How long is this guy even gonna kind of be? You know, an impact player.
0: I don't Dude, know, man. GMs around the Arizona league Cardinals are saying are the Cardinals have the worst roster in football. That's what the the worst roster in football is being well, he, talked he about. He loves – man, he just – he's
1: got problems over there, you know? So it's like that's the other comp. And then you get into, like, the Seneca Wallaces and stuff like that. So it's like, man, maybe Bryce Young really does, like, rewrite the history books. But I don't see it. And then C.J. Stroud, man, look at the last few uh, Ohio State quarterbacks that have come through – They're not crazy good, but at least they could beat Michigan. I just, yeah, I mean, there's Will Levis. Will Levis, simply because no one's talking about him, kind of makes me think he's a sleeper. But I think the the true sleeper in this class is Hendon Hooker. I think he's a guy with a torn ACL coming out of Tennessee. He's not going number one. He's going to
0: rise up boards, I feel like.
1: It would not shock me if this guy somehow goes, like, 8 to 10. You know, if he he ends up getting picked super high, because that's exactly what happens at quarterbacks. Uh, But, yeah, man, I I really think that the Jets are going to get this deal done. I think it's going to be like a second is the base. You know, one of the Jets, two seconds, and you're going to get a conditional for next year. Just get it
0: done. Just get it done. Get the Packers another pick. Speaking of players that we've watched tape on, Packers fans, we went back and we studied a little more tape on Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU, and then compared him against Jackson Jackson, jackson smith and jigba who packers fans want in the first round if he's there at fifteen. packers fans very much want jackson smith very much out. want jackson smith we put out a poll i think cage it was maybe 75 percent said they want jsn if he's there at 15 but let me just say this packers fans go back and watch the tape watch the tape of quentin johnson and watch the tape of jackson smith and you tell me which one looks like the more explosive player because up until this point cage I was also kind of, you know, blown away by the sexy quickness of JSN. But when I watch Quentin Johnson's game tape, very few players impact a game like that. And it makes sense why his team went all the way to the finals. They have an absolute explosive playmaker on that team, he's an animal. And I think Zay Flowers, then on the other hand, represents KJ kind of that surefire. Okay, you know he's probably going to be a pretty solid receiver. Too high for fifteen intangibles, though. but too high for fifteen. And would you be okay, I guess, with the Packers maybe going with Quentin Johnson? What's your take on the receiver crop out there right now? See,
1: that's that's the thing, Packers fans. Like, let's say the Packers have three receivers on the board at fifteen, J. S. N. Highly unlikely. Uh, Quentin Johnson. A lot of people thinking he's going to go later. Then Zay Flowers, his draft range is all over the place. Some people don't like him. Some people think he's wide receiver one. Well, like Alex said, truly what you have to do is you got to go in and look at this guy's game tape. And I will say, Quentin Johnson, I, I looked at his tape early on. Then I looked at his tape again. I mean, he is an animal after the catch. It, it kind of reminds me of like Christian Watson, except at a, at a high-level school in college, it's like I also reminded me of like Jamison Williams for Alabama. Just these guys who would get super explosive plays. Like he's got the height uh, and the speed. He's got four four speed. He's six four. But once he gets the ball, a lot of receivers just kind of like get tackled. You know, like Devontae Adams is an example. One of those guys, best route runner in the game, can get open, can get one hundred twenty plus catches, whatever many catches he needs, get him in the end zone. But Devontae has never really been a big after the catch guy. And after the catch is kind of where the money's made, especially in the it's playoffs. The, bee's you know, knees. The, the Jamar chases, <laughs> the Tyree kills, and Quentin Johnston runs after the catch, and he gets yardage. You know, he gets His tape looks yard. really, really Zay good. Flowers, Tiger fans. Zay Flowers is almost like, is he like the poverty guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, th- this team has got nobody. So therefore this one guy looks better than his teammates, you know what I'm saying? He's not too tall though. He's not Jackson, too tall. Jess, Jackson Smith the Jigba. He's got better measurables than Ohio State counterparts such as Chris Olave. He tested really well. He only had like three. Uh, he only played like three
0: games. Had like five catches all last year. That's concerning. But if you watch his tape, he's not burning guys deep like Johnson. And that's that's, that's, that's the, the thing. And also, also, when you have that
1: many, uh, you know, teammates to take the coverage away from you, like Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson at Ohio State. Then it gives you a little bit of a flawed perspective. So, to me, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest guys who I, I was actually just overall impressed by his tape was, yeah, man, Quentin Johnston. Like, they're, they don't build a ton of them like it. If you can have him lining up across Christian Watson and you got Romeo Dobbs and you pick up maybe another guy off the scrap heap or it's something. It's strong, I'm telling you. I mean, for the next, like, five, six, seven years, you know, like, with Jordan Love to have those two wideouts, that's like, that's how you win Super Bowls. And, and uh, the other I, guy. I, I, I will say, oh. I think Packers Nation is going to be up in arms no matter what happens. Um,
0: but yeah, go, go for it, Al. The other guy, Packers fans, in terms of the pass catchers that absolutely jumped off the tape is Dalton Kincaid from Utah. And he's 6'4", 246. A lot of people are, you know, in between on him as well. Is he the top tight end? Is he the third tight end? And when I saw his tape his fluidity as a pass catcher is unlike most tight ends that you see you could actually move this guy out to the wide receiver you know move him around the field and the way he snags the ball it's I mean it makes it easy for a quarterback when he's big and he can catch like that and and I I don't think maybe he's worth pick 15 but if the Packers went with Dolan Kincaid at 15 KJ what would you think about that? And I guess, what'd you think of his tape? Because I really liked his tape. Packers fans, if the Packers went
1: with Dalton Kincaid at 15, I got to admit it, I'd be pretty pissed. I'd be like, like you know, he looks nice. Utah. But, but it's, like, it's, not like I'm on it's not like I'm hitting on you. But, like, I'm wary of these tight ends who they always say is a good receiving tight end. You know, those guys never end up making it that well. Uh, you look at Noah Font; he's kind of just been kicked around the league a little bit. You know, Kyle Pitts, man, this guy's supposed to be like the second coming of you know who, and you know what's he done, D, man? Like, you <laughs> got to have multi-dimensional tight ends. And, and Alex made a good point about how Dalton Kincaid, he does uh, is able to be lined up at wide receiver a lot. Well that's like where he mostly lines up you know this guy doesn't spend a ton of time in line and that has me concerned too so it's like are we drafting like a wide receiver out here who's like a little slower you know and he's getting like Quentin Johnson the same height as Dalton Kincaid and he runs a 4-4 four, four flat and Dalton Kincaid what does he run like a 4-6 maybe you know I don't know that's a huge difference and, and it's like Alex said you know Utah I mean yes they play in the Pac-12 okay okay but that's not like SEC. It's not like Big Ten. I don't know, man. I think the Packers are not going to go tight end round one. Uh, Too I many think, good ones. I, I think what they're going to do is they're probably going to trade back. I really do. Like at their range, I think they're going to trade from like fifteen into the low twenties, and then they're hopefully going to pick up like a second rounder and then have multiple second rounders because that's where the top of the second round is going to be just a embarrassment of, of draft riches right there.
0: Well, I think and, the, and the get tough it, part of many Kate, picks there, yeah. Is there's not a ton of value increase. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, Packers fans. Maybe you feel that the fifteenth pick is extremely valuable this year compared to a, a late first. But I think, you know, Packers will maybe have someone fall to them. Right? And, and I think that's what fifteen is intriguing to have, is you're not getting the top tier bona fide guys in the mock drafts. But in the real life draft <laughs> Someone could fall. Cage. We talked about Jalen Carter. I don't know if he makes it there, but that would be sick. Yeah. But then if you think about, okay, what happens if the Packers? And this is just a a hot take. What if the Packers were to select Christian Gonzalez or Brian Branch, right? The cornerback or the safety. Are you happy with either of those picks, knowing that the Packers had a top-six defense in the pass department? Or is it time to really address another's position? I would be super upset if they took Brian Branch that high, man.
1: I think if you get him at 45, then you can make an argument for it. But, like, 4-6 safety at 15, then I'm scratching my head, Packers fans. However, Christian Gonzalez, I could live with that because you can never have too many guys shutting down the opposing wide receivers. Christian Gonzalez is one of these guys who... You know, he they say he plays smooth. He's done it at multiple spots. So he did it at Colorado. He did it at Oregon. Um, you know, once again, Pac twelve to Pac twelve. We just made this point. It's not like it's SEC, it's not like it's Big Ten. However, you know, the guy tested off the charts, and it's it's hardly a bad thing to have those guys. I have a feeling if they do stay at fifteen Packers fans, it's gonna be pass rusher, it's gonna be Lucas Van Ness or Nolan Smith. I don't know if I see him drafting one of these or long-miles. OT. Miles, Wright, yeah, maybe. like Miles Murphy type guys. I don't know if I'm buying that, but it's going to be There's a lot of CBs
0: around the Packers. Because you have to
1: ask yourself, like, who would be worthy of slipping that far that you might take Like, maybe a Jackson Smith, the Jigba. If he's on the board at 15, maybe you pull the trigger. You know, Jalen Carter, that's an easy one for me. I think a Devin Witherspoon, that's an easy one for me. Um, you know, a Tyree Wilson, that's an easy one for me. But Lucas Van Ness, I think, you know, you take him there. You're pretty happy about it. Nolan Smith, I think you take him there. Van like, Ness's
0: tape also looks really good, Packers fans. Yeah. We watched some more of that. That was very impressive. Putting the pain in, guys. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, but it's like there's not a whole lot of guys where you're like the dream slip, you know, like you're like you're the dream prospects no. somehow. So it's like that tells me the Pack are probably going to trade down and they get in their, their solid range, pick up some of these middle-round picks, and hopefully move up in the second not once but twice. But I think a lot and, uh, of people
0: want to trade down Cage in this range, right? That's like uh, the, the problem is you're, you're, you might be stuck, right? And I think if, if you want to this- have a top player on your board – Based on what we saw on the tape, I think we did put Van Nass as the top player on that board of the players we watched. Um, just huge upside Packers fans, you know, like hard-hitting player. Like, he's the type of guy who punishes QBs when he gets a chance at him. not just like, oh, little trip sack, you know, and little <laughs> little technical sack, right? These are big-time plays he's blowing up. He's moving across the field. He's got the speed to catch guys from behind, 6'5", 272, huge frame to grow into, I think he was maybe our top on the board, and then we had Quentin Johnston number two. It's it's uh, hard at to, 15. to make a board at this
1: range. You know, you, you can only do the best you can. Um, but, look, but let's uh, say
0: better than Nolan Smith, I think we would say right is Van Ness's tape. Like Nolan, I mean Nolan Smith had a lot of one on one. See, here's, here's the thing, up.
1: Packers fans. It's like is Quentin Johnson looks darn good. You flip on the tape, he looks dangerous. dangerous. He looks like a weapon. But let's say the Packers get that pass rusher again because you just got to get them early. They never fall. You never find them in the later rounds. You only find the pass rushers in the early rounds, it seems. And then you got a lot of receivers available, whether it be, you know, Zay Flowers, whether it be a Quentin Johnson. Early second, do the Packers then trade their pick into the 20s, snag a guy there, trade up one of their picks... Uh, into the early second, get a Quentin Johnson there, and then somehow, some way, Darnell uh, Washington slips to the early 40s. I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. That's like my dream scenario: is is you trade down a little bit, you get your get your pass rusher early, you get your OT early, your boring pick, then you, then you you trade up kind of into the Christian Watson range last year, second round for sure. We're not looking to get in the late first because we want to overpay. Let's say you know pick 35, right? Like four picks in the second, you somehow land like a Quentin Johnson or a Zay Flowers there. I'm I'm over the moon. And then not only that, but Goot packages the third and the second to get up and draft you know darnell washington early second as well you walk away with a receiver a tight end and uh you know your pass rush help because like darnell washington at tight end would be like a de facto O lineman upgrade as well so it's like to me if you could get him early second man that's like kind of the uh, i don't know if he's gonna even make it that far because they the data says tight ends are not round one prospects but It's like if you see a Victor Wimbayama Or like a and Akumpo specimen You're like it is the strength of this class though So I saw that something the other
0: day Was okay typical years you won't take A tight end in the first round or you shouldn't But this is Where if you look at the tight end board It's elite I mean cage There's thick amount of tight ends And so that competition right A guy in a you know a down year might rise Because he's the only say tight end and teams need him This year you're not really getting that You're like really kind of you're like okay well this guy might the be a run baller. on tight ends yeah yeah that's what i'm saying there could be an easy run on tight ends that people aren't expecting because it's just a high highly coveted position teams are winning with it in the league right now and there's a lot of good ones in this draft and i don't necessarily see that for the other skilled areas as much you got to ask yourself okay um John robinson is this guy really a jonathan taylor I'm not buying it. I mean, I'm not feel, buying it. Feel free to use your first-round pick on Bijan Robinson. That won't be me. That won't no. be me. And, and so I think, you know, this is one thing that's very interesting I want to bring up. The Packers' largest hole, based on the stats from last season, was their run defense, right? 26 yep. in the NFL in run defense. Cage, do you think they go DT, or is that where well, the edge help kind of kills both spurs to stone? Kalia can see.
1: Uh, you know the guy out of Pittsburgh. He's a name to really keep an eye on. He's one of those guys that's almost like in that uh, Lucas Van Ness, Nolan Smith range. This guy is like the second coming of Aaron Donald. And I'm not trying to like say that.
0: So they say every he's, he's,
1: year. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he, he anyway, going out of He literally played at the exact same school. He had production, so he had like 14 sacks last two years. He tested. He ran a four like eight or something. He like a four. Yeah, it's two hundred eighty pounds and he ran like a four six or something. You know, like it's it's absurd. And just like Donald did. And uh He's kind of got all the boxes checked. Like, obviously, any one of these guys could bust for any reason. But, like, he's a sleeper pick at 15. And then I put some—I uh, don't think he's going to make it out the first round, though. But I put, I put something out about Moxie Smith. The big—you uh, had, like, second most, third most reps at the combine on the bench. He had, like, 34 reps—excuse uh, me, reps, 225. Then he had, like, 22 reps or 24 reps at 325. So this guy's like a mammoth. And he plays for Michigan— and I think he might look decent. I think he might be off the board early second as well. So it's like that's a that's a name for the Packers to kind of keep an eye on in the second. Mazi Smith, maybe we do go offense this year. Maybe Gucco's goes defense defense again and just continues to just quintuple down on the defense. Continue you know, it,
0: to give Joe Barry more talent. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to really argue against that because it's Unless like, it's Joe like, Barry is your D coordinator, bro that's where i'm at it's like okay you know i don't yeah, care who yeah. we're getting we've got yeah. joe barry back there I, not gonna be top 5d packers i've just kind of accepted that
1: and that's what really makes this year's draft i know they say this every year but that's what really makes this year's draft in particular a must see like what are the packers gonna do in jordan love's first draft with him positioned as a starter i don't even know i think it's gonna be awesome um
0: probably not take a wide receiver just based on that not to put too much pressure on that guy right like probably just take an o-lineman or something you're you're right you know like the
1: more you talk about it like i can see tight end maybe not round one i can see o-lineman two and three get those guys
0: in two and three maybe
1: maybe it's just an o-lineman yeah maybe that is what it is and uh we'll see
0: we'll see we'll have you right here packers fans but we have some exciting news to wrap up the show with today and we're going to announce it right here on the podcast. So if you're listening, you're getting the first insider news. Yep. All you have to do is send welcome to Ike at gmail.com an email with your first, your last name, and your jersey size. You must be following like Packers on Twitter. And you will have a shot at winning a Christian Watson official Packers jersey On the podcast. We're going to be picking the winner one week from today. Cage, any other info you want to let
1: them know about? packers fans we ran a poll on ike packers he said which jersey would you rather have jordan love or christian watson and it was surprising to me how all the results the majority of the results said at christian watson so i was like interesting because we knew we were going to give away another jersey but that's why we're going with christian watson this time is because it seems packers nation really 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 wants those two jerseys but even more so trust me we're probably going to be giving away a 10 sometime Make sure to keep following Ike Packers. We but right will. now. We've already
0: given one away. We, we've given <laughs> one away. Actually, <laughs> gave one
1: away two years ago for the draft. That's funny. But uh, yeah, new giveaway Christian Watson jersey in your size. All you have to do is send an email with your first and last name and your size to the email address is Welcome to Ike. That's T O I K E. Welcome to Ike at gmail.com make sure to send it over and that way we will understand that you're uh basically eligible, eligible. We'll, we'll have your size right in there and we're picking the winner one week from today so you got one week you could this time next week you could be the proud owner of a brand new off authentic official christian watson packers jersey because guess what i got a feeling he's going to get double digit tds so you can have that to wear all next season i want sure one myself that.
0: but i don't even have one <laughs> you yep, know? yeah
1: we, we might have to get some soon as well but hey the fans come first the fans come first always so much for listening alex take us home
0: packers fans if you enjoy this podcast please leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts and spotify wherever you are listening subscribe and tell a friend about the show say hey you can win a christian watson jersey this week listen to this episode we're going to be covering the draft on Ike packers great content there running the contest all week long it's gonna be fun exciting all things green and gold as always here at ike packers go pack go go back go forever if you enjoyed this episode of the ike packers podcast and want to help the show please subscribe tell a friend and leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. this is how we can continue to give great value to you as always till next time packers fans go pa- go Success does not guarantee team success. What leadership comes down to is it. about understanding it. hey look, as a yeah. leader, um. I know I couldn't do without you, and you couldn't do without me. Yeah, I could see you, yeah, I could see. Yeah, flying overseas, yeah, I can sleep. Think I might take the bullies just so I can sleep. Yeah, fall into my dreams, kill me on my kids?